Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent Breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the lush but not lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 513, Abominable. Yep. Try to contain your excitement. Yeah. So uh, before we dig in, let's go around the table. Everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. This is Tom. And uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Play Store, wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, subscribe so you never miss an episode. And of course, check us out on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. While you're there, join the League of Show Sharers, which is our group and also a way to share the show with a friend or friends if you have more than one. <laughs> we're rooting for you. We are. And uh, of course, our Patreon at Patreon.com slash Real spoilers where for five bucks a month you get bonus content and the joy of knowing you're helping out. So uh, there, there's all that. Uh, abominable. Yep. Do you remember anything about this movie? Yeah. I swear to God, I was forgetting <laughs> that this movie happened while I was watching it. It's, I'll, I'll tell you what. It's a cute movie. Extremely generic. Yeah. It, I mean, very it, cute story, but there's nothing. No, the it, kid liked it. It is aggressively mediocre. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I look good. I can't even say that because I saw it uh, at an AMC theater locally, and yeah. I don't think they had the film calibrated properly. Oh, really? it was always Oh, you bl- saw it at that AMC theater? Yeah, and it was blurry. Well, why are we not calling that AMC theater out? It's Chesterfield Classic. Yeah. And, well, that's the AMC theater that's in a mall that has two stores remaining in right. it. Right. Oh, really? The escalators <laughs> don't work, and I mean, there's zero food court right. establishments i mean that mall has is literally it's on its on its, last leg yeah i mean i you know it's bad when they don't have a sparrow That's i bad. mean i thought it would be like nuclear war cockroaches <laughs> would be getting pizza at a sparrow yeah. like it's bad so it's like that one i mean that most of the uh, screens are like in stereo they don't even have the surround sound working i mean that theater yeah. is like it, i will it, say their uh, their imax one is is pretty solid. I saw Queen yeah. in that one, the Queen movie. I saw Bohemian Rhapsody. They crank it up to eleven. Yeah, they they and that want movie you, to, you want. Yeah, but they want you to know. But they, I mean, I saw Ad Astra there, and it was yeah. fine. And they crank the. It's like they're putting all their energy into that. They're like, right. I'm, they're like, this is IMAX. They probably probably have people from IMAX like come check it out. They probably get in trouble <laughs> if they don't keep that one up. They, probably. Yeah. Other than that, honestly, I saw Lion King not in surround sound. So when all the music and stuff's playing, it was just totally stereo from the screen. Yeah. And I complained about it, and the manager tried to. Tell me that oh no that's just how the movie's programmed i'm like you're telling me disney has a new movie that doesn't program for surround sound <laughs> yeah. like they gave me an asinine answer right. and i was just like no well i, I said to him when i was leaving i was Simpsons. i was like hey fyi i don't think your movie's calibrated right because this is blurry i took my glasses on i took my glasses off i flipped my glasses upside down because sometimes you, yeah. you'll get glasses where the oh, polarity's sure. reversed i've had that happen and so like i just as because i was I wouldn't watch the whole movie that way, but I wasn't going to get up and get new glasses. Right, right. But it was like it was always there were always parts that were blurry. Like the main thing was was clear, but the whenever like you saw that billboard that says Everest, that yeah. was always blurry. Wait, did you Weird. see it in 3D? Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Oh, I mean, I went to that same theater and didn't. I, oh, I did not I, see that. Was you caught a three D? That was. I thought you meant like you were flipping your your glasses. No, no, I was no. Like, no. These are, are readers, so I wouldn't about? wear those for a movie. I did not see this in three D. Yeah, oh, that's and, too bad. You saw them three D. Well, just because that can make the experience so weird yeah. if it doesn't work right. You know? Right, and that was. I mean, I wanted to. See, yeah. See it the first screening and get mm-hmm. my my evening over with, yeah. and there was a six o'clock. That was the only. Yeah, yeah. It, you know me. Totally. I would not seek out a three D. No, movie. totally. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, know. That's just that's that's a shame. But yeah, I you know it was a cute movie, and I really like what they were doing with a lot of it. But it was just you know I found myself bored in a lot of it. There weren't the the jokes there when we talk about movies like Shrek, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs, the Lego Movie. There's so much humor for adults to keep them entertained. This is a lot of kid jokes. This is but this yeah, it's a cute movie. For kids and the jokes are very kid jokes to make them laugh, but but there's fart n- jokes, but there's not a lot for adults to keep it and puke, yeah, 
I, I didn't mind the puke because it was like, I'm not, oh, it's I didn't not have gross. a problem with their jokes. Yeah. They weren't immature to where I didn't like it. But my point is that they were lacking in the writing for the adults. Right. So the, I, I found myself disengaged from a lot of it. And while, although I think the story's cute, the meaning, the emotional beats, I'm like, yeah, cute story. But I left it thinking, well, I would never watch this again. No. It's no, just not no. entertaining I enough. I barely watched it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. We'll see you next week. I was yeah. literally the only person in my theater. Oh, really? Like, yeah. I, I mean, we had a pretty full theater. We saw it at like three o'clock yesterday me and the kid that's that was a question i was going to ask you guys something that was very surprising to me is i went on a saturday afternoon so you're thinking okay obviously kids uh, you know you're bracing yourself for torment yeah, well, sure yeah I, I sat in the back row because i'm like i don't want someone behind me yeah. making noise and kicking seats Puking or whatever. On my head. We, whatever yeah you know whatever these kids do <laughs> but uh i'm bracing myself for that and it ended up being like there were like three couples in there and uh there was one mom with her two kids Man, you, pit, you, yeah. you pissed those couples off because <laughs> they were just like, "Now nah, we got this." But, no, but uh, but the thing to me is, I wonder what kept people away because it's a DreamWorks movie. It looks what was like the last DreamWorks movie though? Dragon, like, Dragon. Oh, right? really? Yeah. I think. Okay, it's a huge movie. Yeah, for but, sure. You know, I mean, DreamWorks makes big movies. So, but the point is, this is the kids' movie. There's no other animated kids' movies out right now. This is a brand new one. It's by DreamWorks, someone that has a reputation for quality films. And I'm like, why weren't people showing up? I mean, it only opened to twenty million dollars. Like when I saw the trailers, I was like, this looks like garbage. It looks, it looks like a. It didn't. Li- I don't little kid movie. Yeah, like it. I don't think it looked like garbage. I just think it looked. Like very childish. I think it looked like exactly what it was, yeah. which is an aggressively mediocre movie. Yeah. It's and, it, and I think with the Disney stuff, you can take your four-year-old to ten-year-old, and it works. Like there's something there for that entire age gap. This one I never felt that. This this I felt it was like three to six. But the is problem your, is three to six-year-olds don't stay put for an hour and a half uh, very well. That's the problem, right? right? Like, I think parents are like, there's no way I'm like, taking my kid to a movie. Like, this mom with the two kids, I mean, we recognized right away, like, oh, these kids are too young and they would not sit still. Yeah. The boy was standing the whole time. The girl was, like, asking for snacks and being loud and the mom constantly... Shh, did you shh. cuss them out like I did in Rambo? <laughs> I did not. Um, but they left a little over halfway through the movie because oh. she realized, like, these... Like, we knew it that with them walking, like, they're just too little for... Sure to sit still for this whole thing so those kids are too little but i do agree that like for them sitting at home this is the movie for them like yeah, it's you, you can get up and walk away yeah, you can come back you don't miss good, anything great movie for little kids but yeah it's, it's just not entertaining enough um so but it's a shame because it is a very sweet story i just feel like the writing needed someone to punch it up yeah and make it uh more entertaining more jokes um this it, felt like something that should have gone straight to netflix uh, it definitely seemed yeah, like it could have yeah. been a netflix movie yeah, yeah. so yeah so uh, the movie opens up with, uh, from the uh, Yeti's point of view, he's breaking out of a uh, like a secure facility and gets away. And I also do feel like, real quick though, because when we're introduced to this, is I didn't really know anything about the movie, but I'm like, it did kind of look like DreamWorks B Team. Yeah, like the animation. Yeah, I agree. Not yeah, Dragon quality. I mean, Dragon. Dragon's next Dragon level. Three. Yeah. I mean, think about those movies. The first one looked really good, but each movie looked better and better. And three right. is like next level. Three is not as good as like Toy Story four. Right. But the animation is gorgeous. And this movie looked very uh, like okay. Film student. Matt. Like, you know, it felt just very yeah. like Matt. So I feel like I feel like you know how Disney always use like the A team and B team. I feel like A team was on Dragon Three, yeah. B team was developing <laughs> this, and I'm not trying to. I mean, it is what it is. This is the Captain Underpants team. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. I oh, was just saying, but that, that like, is DreamWorks too. Yeah. yeah. I, I feel like that. Did that, is, did that bomb? Uh, I mean, it may, yeah, I think, it, okay. I mean, it was a low budget movie and yeah. I have it in front of me. I'm not Rain Man all of a sudden, but like, <laughs> it, it, the budget was $38 million worldwide. It did 125. Okay. That's not a bomb. So, yeah. It's not, but I mean, it's Captain Underpants. Like that was a, big I mean, I, th- I think that they thought that was going to do more yeah. than that. Yeah. I mean, worldwide 125. Yeah. Right. I mean, compared to Dragon 3, 519, sure. Boss Baby, 528. You know, trolls three forty six. That were they storks too? Storks as well? Uh, no. Okay. And they do trolls. You said trolls. Yeah. Got a trailer yeah. for that, and the kid was like, "Yes." You know, but that see that this, the w- that was their lowest gross grossy movie since uh, you, Turbo at two eighty three. Oh wow! What was Turbo? That was the snail. That Ryan was the Reynolds. snail. One. Oh yeah, that yeah. A, yeah. That was a disappointment. Um, but you know this. 
Captain Underpants, yeah, I, it definitely, I think, was, it felt like more of those, like, a smaller, quieter release. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I still think this is even way underperforming for that. Like, I just, I, if it makes a ton of money overseas, that'll be the only way this saves itself. I mean, sure. opening to 20, yeah. um, I definitely didn't expect that. But, yeah, oh. the, the animation, I just felt, was a very, much more simple, like, the city and some of the I, uh, stuff looked kind of cool, but then yeah. like when you got to characters, it just felt very simple. And it's going to get swallowed up. Oh, like yeah. in the next two or three weeks, you're, this is going to be gone. You'll never, you're never well, going to see this. I mean, there's not much coming out to compete with it, though. I guess. Yeah. I mean, people aren't going to be like Joker or Abominable. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, what are we going to take the, the same kids point? To go like see? they didn't show up this weekend. This movie isn't going to. I mean, you'll. I, I don't. Just, I'm not saying it's going to have a greatest showman yeah. sort of. Yeah. resurgence right. but i but i think if you're wanting to take the yeah. kids to the movies this is kind of your only option at yeah. this for a but while i, I yeah. bet you this has a 70 percent drop or something Which, this is gonna make yeah. like six million and adam's week. family yeah. is what two weeks out three weeks out yeah that's is that the week before halloween i think uh, maybe yeah. yeah so we're like two weeks out from yeah. that yeah okay think, so maybe yeah. Yeah. yeah and just to, to sh- unadjusted for inflation looking at other underperforming dreamworks movies unadjusted for inflation Flushed away made a hundred and seventy eight million dollars worldwide. Wow. Was that Whereas the mouse movie? That was like, yeah, yeah. like the British one. And it was like from there the Wall Agents or something. Was that yeah. yeah? Was that from the Wallace and Gromit? People? No, because Wallace and no, because that was animated. Wallace and Gromit is the is but, the, but, but the characters. Oh, they do like kind of yeah. I think it was like their, faces, their for, yeah. foray into I, that. I think it is because okay. yeah, the models looked like that style. Uh, but yeah, yeah I so anyway. But yeah, I just as soon as that the animation hit i was just like oh this interesting isn't i mean i'm coming off dragon three and i loved that movie and i'm like oh this is not the same if you're gonna if you're gonna try to compete with the two like the big dogs you need to bring your game yeah and this did not bring its Mm. game like this is very like like we said mediocre yeah Um, well i guess let's just start digging yeah so there's not much there really isn't yeah they find a yeti (laughs) they take it back and you keep it in and of course they get (laughs) sidetracked and they get caught and there's all kinds of you know um it was funny i the yeti uh, when they reveal its power i was like yeah it's kind of like elsa like i feel like we're just once we get to this once we get to the the, i hated this uh, what that the it was magic. Yeah, I, I was, I was really? not a huge fan of that either. Hated Why it. is that? Because I felt like it just. Every, it, it's their. It's their. It just a, felt like it's they a fantasy did, movie, it, but like, it felt like it. I. I mean, it felt like it. I, maybe I missed it at the beginning because I was already. No, somewhere. he already he starts doing it in the beginning. Okay, I yeah. don't even remember that, and uh. so it just felt like it came late in the movie. But also, it just felt like they didn't know what else to do with this character, so they're like, eh, "Make it magic." But I mean, like that's the thing is, like it could have worked as just a big puppy. Yeah, you know, like just a big, a big goofy puppy would have worked the same but rather than giving him magical but, powers. I mean, but I don't fault. I enjoyed the fantasy element and I didn't need an explanation or anything. I'm like, oh, the he's a magical creature. He's already a creature that doesn't exist. You know, he's a sure. yeti. And so it's How like, did, oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Let's back that train up a second. What do you mean doesn't exist? Do you have proof? <laughs> do you have proof that it doesn't? <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm on board with the magic and I think that's where a lot of the cuteness comes from, the way that they use it and, you know, the story with the father and stuff. But so... The the movie starts off like you said with the Yeti is basically being experimented on in a lab. He's able to break out, right? And uh, which they never explain how he breaks out. Like all of a sudden, everything magic. just turns off. I'm, right? I'm guessing. I guess that, that he did it on. He did it. Yeah, I'm guessing. Then how that, they okay. ever capture him? That's I don't know. <laughs> well, he's like, he, I mean, we find out he's a baby Yeti, so I'm guessing that he doesn't exactly have control over. Like, but he does have control. He just starts humming. Right. And but he knows I, how to but do I, it. But I think that he discovered it with her like once she starts oh. playing the music and he got you it think then he, he started you using think he got himself out on accident i think yes that's okay. that's I'm how i you. put the story together sure 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 i'm gonna write the movie for him i mean yeah, yeah. I'll <laughs> <take> <laughs> no totally yeah. yeah uh yeah so he gets out and then we're introduced to uh chloe bennett's character um and she is kind of she's i don't even know how to describe she's like she's so non she's just a kid you know, like she's a kid that doesn't want to be hanging out with her parents or her mom and grandma. I get that. Well, here's the deal. She's she making... was close with her dad. Her right. dad recently died. So now she's trying to, 
you know, make enough money to do like this, this trip that they yeah. were planning on going on. Exactly. So she's dealing with the loss of a parent. The grandma and mom wanted to spend more time with family. And, uh, you know, she's more interested in uh, keeping busy and not right. thinking about the dad and doing a bunch of side hustles to, to make money. She's hustling. Yeah. Yeah. She's not, I mean, I thought it was like pretty Jen- funny, like, like taking out the, like the fish heads and I stuff. Did, yeah. I'm like, I, I, the movie started off. I thought it was you know pretty fun. Yeah, it was fine. But it's when they get into their adventure. I'm like, oh, okay. yeah. And then, and then, the Yeti gives them an out every single time. Like they're never in danger. Like they're just like, Oh, go hum something. He's like, okay. It's a kid's movie though, Joe. I mean, no, what I, do you expect? I, I mean, but they're, yeah, the stake, like they just never, but there was no real, I don't know, that, sense of tension, which I don't, obviously, obviously I don't need sense of tension all the time, yeah. but when you're, your deus machina it's just like go hum something i'll make that but dandelion did, bigger did you guys ever for a second even going into this movie think these kids were gonna die on their journey i mean I, it's, at one point i was hoping they would i mean so that's i i think they were for those reasons i think we're ragging on it for a little we're being a little too harsh on it because it's a this is a very much a kids movie and i think that we've seen so many elevated kids films yeah and that's those fair. are the things that are lacking where i'm like okay that's why I wasn't engaged with this movie. But at the end of the day, it's a kid's movie. And they're, none of these other kids who are the main character are ever going to die, ever going to be harmed. It made me hate, though, the, the older kid with just like the shoes and the social media. Yeah. I was like, oh, no. Get, get, can we just get rid of that character altogether? But, you know, that's, be... but that's also a that's lot kids, of... That's though. That's kids and also the Asian culture with the selfies. And, oh, really? And oh, yeah. I mean... Oh. I, I think um, I think that in that culture, so this movie takes place in China, and I don't know if they ever say, they don't say Hong Kong, but there's a pretty big city nearby, I, so I don't know, did yeah. you ever catch a city name? Did, no. I'm trying to, yeah, they, Beijing. Oh, it is at, Beijing? At the okay. end, uh, she says something about, how was your trip to Beijing? Okay. When they oh, that's true. The, but I didn't know if that was Everest, the city that was so close. Oh, they could have been lying, because they, they, <laughs> they lied about what they yeah. were doing. Isn't Everest but, in Tibet, though? It's it well, is on. Did, it's in Tibet, but it borders China. Yeah, got it. That's okay. why I mean okay. it was a long journey. Sure. Remember, it was th- he said it's thousands of miles, but it wasn't a long journey. Yeah. Well, they like, flew on clouds for a lot of oh, that. So fair. I mean, yeah. again, this is a fantasy movie. I mean, it, okay, look at movies like I'm. Uh, it's hard to compare. I just am trying to put it in a genre, not comparing quality, but like Miyazaki movies. You know, that are animated movies i mean fantasy elements riding on clouds magic powers oh, I mean, okay you gotta okay. you gotta put this in that genre and i think again the re- it wasn't that good so we're ragging on it for all of these reasons but i would not rag on it for being a magical fantastical movie i mean i like those movies and when done well they can be very engaging very fun um, yeah this movie just never brought me in yeah i, I, you know I exactly so it, it's yeah. just yeah it's not written well enough but so she's doing all these side jobs saving up her money um and uh she comes home from all this stuff and the mom asks her to play a song on her violin she says i sold which i gotta tell you that was the one scene where i was like "Ooh, yeah. that's not good. if you actually did sell it that's yeah. a dick move yeah. that's a dick move but she doesn't sell it she go, she climbs up to the roof and she starts playing the violin and uh the yeti is up on the roof they they name the yeti everest because that's where he lives apparently mm-hmm um and they her violin and stuff is blown away by the the, not the police the 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 lab that was doing the research the company that funds them with not merida yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) um they are like in this huge helicopter with a searchlight checking the roof and uh she goes to like get her violin that blew away and she's a big hand of a yeti right and then uh so that they they spark up this relationship he's super uh apprehensive uh, she kind of like helps him fix his hand, which got hurt when he got hit by a bus. Uh, and then she kind of decides like, I'll get you home. Like we'll get you, whatever we got to do, we can get you home. Uh, we're introduced to the two other characters who's like a younger kid and an older kid. Um, and they're cousins, and they're, they're cousins, but like there's a relationship. And when I say really, I mean like friendship between all three of them. Like they kind of grew up together, but they've all splintered off. Uh, they all live in thing. the same like apartment, like apartment complex. Building, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they finally, I, that's the problem is there's really nothing happens. Like, yeah, it's they the, the bad guys see the Yeti or the kids see the Yeti for, at first because he's playing with the, uh, the AC I unit. That was funny. It's like fine. he's taking the air conditioning unit cause he's a Yeti. <laughs> he's, a Yeti. he's from Everest. And yeah. So he's blowing the air conditioning unit into his face, like playing with it, you know, and it and, looked like he was blowing it into his junk. Yeah, he did well, at one point. I think yeah. he's rolling on his back like an animal that's playing and rolling on his back and he's holding it up. I 
all that <laughs> all that fur in in, in Tokyo. I think that's gonna know, get mad. It's gonna get gross and yeah. sweaty. Yeah. Give me that AC unit. Wow, uh, you can tell how disengaged you are from this movie. That's what you remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, the the two kid the two the, the two cousins come up and they see the yeti. Well, also, didn't you guys find this kind of odd? So you've got the grandmother that notices that the AC unit is stolen, and so she thinks a thief stole their AC unit and sends two little kids. <laughs> hey, go get that back! After yeah. a criminal, like what? a criminal who's strong enough. A climbed down a wall and pulled an uh, an AC unit. If you know, I mean, if you kids know anything and, about AC units, those things ain't light. And, and ultimately, it's her own fault. Did you see how long the cord <laughs> on that AC unit was? <laughs> like it was, it was just like, is that still, how is it so plugged in You're on the saying, roof I, of the building? I was just <laughs> explaining this to Bella the other day about uh, like not central air, and she was like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Well, my first apartment didn't have air conditioning," and she was like, "What?" And I was like, yeah, we just had window units. She goes, what's a window unit? I was like, it's like a mini air conditioner that you plugged into a window. You're so fancy. Your kids don't have to know what window units are. I know, are. I know. But she like she just couldn't, she couldn't wrap her head around it. And I was like, no, we had one in one room, and we just put a sheet up hoping that it would stay cool. <laughs> yeah. And then we had one in the bedroom, and she was like, whoa. I was like, yeah, you now you know how good you have it, you jerk. But that was the first of many writing choices where I thought, again, I mean, I... I definitely was able to rationalize it down to dumb kids movie, but that also speaks to how it's not on the level that these kid movies that we've enjoyed. When you talk about the toy stories and the train right. your dragons and even in Sh- Shrek, uh, it's like they, they operate on a different level. They're smart, they're clever, they're witty. And um, you know, you, the zany things you excuse cause that's the style of the humor and everything, but they don't make a lot of dumb decisions or things that just don't make sense. Right. And this movie, there were things like that where it was like, okay, so you send the kids after, a burglar <laughs> that's not a smart move like they st- that was the first of many where i was thinking like well that just doesn't even really what are you doing huh? grandma oh okay whatever um, she didn't even offer like pork buns or anything <laughs> just go get my air conditioner back so that's how the other kids see the yeti and right. it, it thought it was kind of funny when it looked like the yeti was eating her because yeah, right 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 they were like playing or something in her legs no 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 <laughs> that's that's earlier that's later when he's like he, they're playing he's playing with uh well, that's definitely when the kids find her because they think he's she's being eaten by the yeti oh really uh-huh Okay, because he does eat the other kid later. Yeah, no, this is oh, okay, when, when okay. he bra- when they break onto the roof or go to the roof to find it. It looks like their friend is being eaten by a yeti. Okay, okay, and then she's like, "Oh, this is my friend Everest." Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the the helicopter they hear like a nine one one call that the the one cousin made. That's they're... see, that's the next one. Police scanners, like, like. You can't scan for incoming phone calls to the police. You can you, you can, can scan for oh that's you, you can, can scan for radio you can scan for when people are calling. I'm sorry, when the police are calling dispatch uh-huh, to their uh-huh. police officers, but they intercepted on a scanner police scanner a public phone call to the police. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't they haven't since Ferguson. That is not easy to do in St. Louis yeah. anymore. They have encrypted the bejesus yeah. out of that. But yeah. anyway, so I mean, again, so it's like that's and see how close this is. And there's another thing where I'm like, but that doesn't even like it's just not a very smart. They just basically were like a ah, kid's movie. Who cares? Like, right. they, they made up and invented a lot of rules that I mean, I'm not I'm not trying to pick these things apart. No, but, it's but like, it's, they're, they're I'm just that... like, this doesn't even make sense. No. Like, at least make it make sense. So sure. anyway. But because I think they wrote themselves into some corners. They wanted some beats. They wanted to follow. Like, how do they find the kids? Oh, well, they intercept on a police scanner. Why do they have a scanner that takes <laughs> public calls? Right. Like, you know, so anyway, but that's super how, secret organization. Yeah, that's how um, they find them. So, yeah, so they go after the Yeti and uh, they start the Yeti grabs the girl and they start running across the rooftops and the, the helicopter is chasing them. Uh, finally, they get to like a dock and uh, the girl says, Get on that dock. It'll take you where you need to get on that boat. Like a trash. It almost looked like a barge. Like a trash boat. Yeah. Uh, it'll take you where you need to go. At this point, the other two cousins are riding uh, a scooter and catch up. So um, the main character has like a moment, a, not a cri- moment of crisis, but like, F it. I'm going. Like, I, yeah. I have nothing here. I don't want to stay here. I'm going to go. So she jumps onto the barge. And that barge must be moving extremely slow. Well, barges, I think they would. All yeah. three barges of them are slow. <laughs> They're hauling huge. I guess that's true. Of, yeah, all just... three of these kids are able to jump onto the barge. Yeah, but like the, you see her <laughs> jump and she barely makes she it. She jumps off the end of the dock. Yeah. And, gets and then what feels like 20 minutes <laughs> right. later, the other kids are like, 
maybe we should go yeah. too. Yeah. Now we will jump on but this the, bar. The short <laughs> kid that's always trying to get them to play basketball, he doesn't make it, which is to that's be fine. fair. Yeah. And the Yeti grabs him. And then I was to say, like, the other kid is more athletic. Like he, So he cleared, like, 40 feet. So he did a big jump. Big yeah, jump. it's... <laughs> Again, it's a cartoon. I can't, you know, there's certain things like that where I'm just like, okay. He has superhuman strength in his legs. Uh, And he does, he gets nasty goop on his shoes and he gets all peeved about it because they're his babies. Yeah. And I was like, nah, I can appreciate that. I get that. That's high school kids. Yeah. You get new shoes, you don't want them dirty. Until you scuff them. They're like, nah, well, they're ruined now. May as well just jump in muddy puddles. My kids cared about the things (laughs) I bought them. I don't know. But no, the new shoe thing, like for me, that lasts a couple days. Like at first, I'm like, okay, not going to mow the lawn in these, whatever. And then yeah, you step in a puddle and then you're like, all right, my grass <laughs> my, kind of shoes. My okay. parents wouldn't let me wear the shoes until the first day of school. And I was like, but I got to break them in. They're like, no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we know what that means. Yeah, right. You break them in. They're going to be go a different play, color. Yeah, you're going to go play in a field and, you know, on a baseball diamond. Um, well, at least kids played back then. Like played outside back then. No, yeah, I didn't. Back, oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> you were ahead of the curve. We, I, I remember <laughs> we Nerf was it Nerf? Nerf, I think, put out. I don't know if you remember these. It was a baseball bat, but in yeah. the in the bat was water. Oh, so like so you it was, hit the wiffle ball really far. So like you could sw- when you swung, all the water went to the end of the bat, <laughs> and you could smash a ball like <laughs> you know. But on my block, you know, four corners, you right? would freeze them. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. Uh, oh, that's how you collected money yeah, from the right. nearby businesses. Hey, look, you got, hey. yeah, you know, it's a frozen nerf <laughs> yeah, back yeah. here. But like, there were sewers. This is a real nice lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah. Be yeah. a shame if something happened to it. <laughs> Give me, uh, I need twenty five cents, please. Uh, but there were sewers on every corner, so Lord knows how many tennis balls. It's where the clowns live. Like, well, I'm telling you. Yeah. Well, and, th- and they could have gotten us. They're like, hey, we got your ball down here. Oh, thank <laughs> God, we're out of them. Uh, so yeah, so they they all jump on the barge, and uh, they end up in the wo- in the forest. The barge that uh, is like hauling they, soda, isn't that? Oh yeah, that's it. And then of, of course, thought that was interesting. Again, I don't know how things work in in China, but it was they have soda there. <laughs> oh okay, yeah. well that answered my. Question. I can confirm that. But it was funny that okay, so this this boat was hauling. It was like a barge. It was hauling trash in one section, and then attached like to the goods. trash part was a s- soda crate. And I'm like. <laughs> That's an odd. Okay, I guess it's efficient. I mean, one boat. Well, it's, it's got to get there. I've just never seen a tr- uh, barge hauling goods. But so, okay, <laughs> yeah, right. but okay. Uh, so yeah, so they get in this the one crate with all the soda, and the young kid loses his mind. Yeah. He's like, "Mom never lets me have any of this." I thought it was pretty funny when I think it was the Yeti drank it, and then his eyes got real dilated. Yeah, yeah, they, the ca- yeah. like in the sugar and caffeine. Sure, why not? That's but uh, they end up. I notice that whenever they get out of the crate and all the there's cans no sodas out, left they're empty <laughs> they drank like a thousand i can give the fact that the yeti <laughs> sure demolished some soda but, but that was kid, also going right. yeah. it seemed normal to yeah. me yeah. Oh. <laughs> i love that yeah. tom's like what's your point For those who don't know how many sodas tom drinks in a day that's hilarious tom's like okay yeah typical yeah, no, that's, that's, if i was that's, stuck in a soda crate yeah. that seems, seems like the that. most realistic aspect <laughs> of the film that seems uh, on par yeah. I, i'm with it uh, uh, and there's four of them there. Yeah. And it's one of them's a Yeti. Yeah, that math works okay. out for me. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so they they end up in the like they they drop them onto a truck that they were, then, they were trying to get out, but then they actually dropped their crate onto a like a trailer, and so it's right. All and then the, to, that trailer, the truck, or the 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 crate falls off the truck and crashes down. Uh, and the kid, like the social media kid, is super pissed because you know the girl led them here and I, I the, I'm I've had a hard time with that kid where I'm just like no she you chose to jump on the barge like she didn't lead you anywhere you could have just let her go well the 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 thing is that uh his family had tasked him with looking after the little kid and so when the little kid decided to run after and join her he was there to protect him but it's still not her fault well, he chased after her, and so I think he was just putting the blame on to oh, okay. her for because he's he's his uh, obligation to protect the kid. Right, right, right. So. Uh, yeah. So then they start making their way to Everest. Like you're like it's in the distance, and we're gonna walk there. I was like, well, this is gonna be like Lord of the Rings. So good yeah. luck. <laughs> so meanwhile, so there no, that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so there's this uh, Bennett, I think, is yeah. like he's basically this old rich guy that we find out had a run in with a Yeti when he was younger and nobody believes him as most of these stories go. And so he has made it his life's goal to put tons of resources into capturing a Yeti. 
but not for malicious purposes. He wants to capture it to prove that he's not crazy. Now, the interesting thing with this movie is, is that I just a few months ago saw a movie called Missing Link. And I oh, don't think, sure. I don't think you guys had seen it. No. But I talked about that's it. The, that's Gr- the Hugh Jackman, Zach yeah. Galifianakis. Great movie. Really funny. It's Leica, you know, they, who puts out these awesome it's, you know, stop motion animation. Really that's great the, animation. Is it the Koba people? People like Koba? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 Leica. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so I had just seen this movie, which is about a rich, like, guy that explores and finds hidden animals and like things that people have never discovered and is trying to go after the missing link yeah and goes on a journey (laughs) i'm like this is kind of the same exact movie now it's not dealing with kids and all that stuff and a dead father so i mean obviously the story is a little different but overall the story of trying to get this missing link and the friendship that they gain you know i'm just like i've seen this movie and even the showdown of this movie like the showdown of the missing link happens like on a bridge in the snow. I mean, oh, really? I'm just like watching this movie and I'm like, how, what? So anyway, I highly recommend that. Like that's the video recovery to this movie. Oh, okay, it's about okay. a very similar topic and it's very entertaining. Uh, you know, Zach Galifianakis, Hugh Jackman's great in the role. Um, it's fun, but that had the humor. Sure. That was an endlessly entertaining movie where there was very clever writing. Yeah, it got really good reviews. Yeah, people, a, it, people really, it stuck around for a while because people kept, yeah, discovering it yeah that's yeah. one that i would definitely recommend picking up on on home video and i don't know if, what it's selling for because it's been out a few months now but it's worth owning it's a fun watch but i kept going back to that because they were so similar but i'm like wow i was so entertained by missing link mm. you know this one was missing the missing link and this yeah. one was the all of the, the humor and the writing so go watch that one but uh yeah i was just curious if either of you had seen it since no. because it was very reminiscent of yeah it. so they they crash land and this is the first time we get to see the uh the magic of the Yeti. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm where... sorry. I was explaining the Bennett guy though. So like Bennett oh, yeah, character yeah, yeah, yeah. is trying to find the Yeti just to prove that he's not crazy, which right. is the exact same thing. Hugh Jackman's character. He wants to join the international society of blah, blah, blah. They think he's crazy because he's after the missing link. Yeah. He wants to prove to them. So anyway, this guy wants to do that. But meanwhile, he has this, uh, like mm, lead researcher, not, not Merida, not Merida. <laughs> that, uh, she starts out seeming like an animal lover and she's like, oh, we have to protect the Yeti and whatever. And we find out later it's a huge front. She wants to kill and the she's Yeti. she's not British. Yeah. That was my favorite part where she just dropped. She's like, oh, God, I can't. Stupid I can, British stupid accent. Stupid British accent. I was like, all right, that's yeah. good. So we find we find out that she's really the villain, but it's one of those bait and switches where you think it's like the old crazy guy, but really he just wants to do good. Which is like, her. it's the it's the most interesting thing they do in the movie. I was like, well, all right. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming either. Yeah. I'm like, I, the last thing I expected with this movie and the kind of generic Eric plot was like a, a twist reveal and it's a twist yeah just a twist <laughs> uh so anyway uh but so we, those are the the main antagonists that are chasing I, after our characters i do kind of like the red shirts where the guy's like oh man you just shot doug with the yeah. dart and he was like oh well. how about not patrick warburton i know right oh, that, that wasn't Prime. him well, it's an Asian cast. I would presume it's not. Oh, him. I guess they wouldn't cast an American. But yeah, yeah but I mean, I, ho- I hope it was not him. <laughs> but this guy was clearly trying to do the most Patrick Warburton. The the who was he? Was he Grunk? Crunk and or whatever and Gronk and uh, Emperor's, Emperor's New, New Groove. Groove. Yeah. yeah, but you all know Patrick Warburton. <laughs> I mean, he's got that. He's Joe and Family Guy. He's got that. Oh yeah, voice yeah, that, yeah. He. I love the. Uh, is he? Is he singing his own theme song? And he's like doing the, like dun dun dun. That's, that <laughs> yeah. Emperor's New Groove is one of those ones that like that's nobody talks hit. about. That's a great. That's, that's a, a great one. That is a great animated movie that fell into that shallow period or fallow period. It's, it's right. And, the, it's right in the middle. And of people that. D- they missed it, you know. And people who have seen it love it. But there's that's not on the level of the Aladdins and all that. But it's like you know what I mean. Like people don't revere it as one of those. But it's a really good yeah, Disney movie. That's David you've, Spade and John Goodman and yeah, Eartha Kitt. Yeah. You've you've got to see that if you haven't because I had never seen it, you know, and I'm a big Disney fan, but Katie loves it. It's one it's of her favorite movies. She showed one. it to me just yeah. a couple of years ago and I'm like, this is great. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, and Jonathan Warburton is the Patrick, Patrick, Patrick Warburton is the like is, yeah. grunk or whatever. Grunk, I grunk, think. Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. Uh but yeah, so they uh they the kids are hungry and this is the first time we get to see the the powers of the of the Yeti and he hums a couple bars. Uh I'm assuming by the guy from Coldplay, because that's a song they keep playing yeah, every single you. time. Oh, God. I hate so, Coldplay, but... So we find out, it's isn't she playing the violin and no, he hums to next. it? No. Oh. I didn't think he just started doing it. I'm pretty sure he hummed along yeah, he with her playing along, violin. I think. Oh, and that's right. how we discover... But, but the violin doesn't, doesn't work until... 
they get to the well it's not working it's she's playing the violin right but i mean the violin like when she plays the violin later she's the one who starts like sprouting the flowers because yeah, it has to break first for them to put yeti i gotcha so is but, that what it is really yeah because okay. he's magical and so he, i got you. they replace it with yeti for the strings i'm glad you paid attention yeah <laughs> were you guys watching this movie not really <laughs> but anyway so, i missed it too <laughs> oh okay so it's actually kind of clever yeah well you guys me like it slightly more <laughs> yeah oh yeah did you think she was just doing magic no, i did it was, i did I, I i was like okay so we're closer to the mountain so like she's got powers no. now this is all explained. This can all be explained, <laughs> folks. All right. So, uh, but anyway, so she's like, she misses her father and inside her violin case, she's got a picture of the two of them right. and they're, they're going on this journey that we find out she's set up of all the places he wanted to go. Um, but she starts playing the violin at one point and then he does that and hums along and he start kind of has a blue glow to him right. and it's that he can interact with nature. It's always... Nature it's always elements, nature yeah. around him. So whether flowers are sprouting up or the landscape is moving, he can manipulate anything that has to do. Yeah, with he destroyed nature. that one part of town. Yeah, I was thinking. I was like, like, oh, this is all fun until all these farmers are, <laughs> are devastated yeah, by right. the yeah. the wave of uh, of grass and, and mm-hmm. land and stuff. But yeah, all those this, flowers are gone. Right. Man. They uh, he makes giant uh, blueberries. Yeah, and uh, it's just you know, it's, you could hear the little kids laughing when the guys like I have you know blueberry butt. Yeah. yeah, I was like, well, that's yeah, that's, that's one of those very that's who that joke's basic. For. Yeah. That's yeah. So this is one of those things that, of course, like I'm thinking, you know, with my adult mind, and I'm like, okay, so they're eating these blueberries that are continuously growing. I'm thinking, if they eat these things, they're going to explode. <laughs> what they're part of the magic? Like Veruca salt, yeah, Veruca, what, especially yeah. when you mix them with all that soda. <laughs> yeah, what part of this magic tells them to stop growing? Because we see that they're eating these huge blueberries, but the ones around them, he can't control. Like, because again, he's just, I think, discovering the powers. Right. So like it's all fun and games until these things are huge. Right. And start exploding and chasing them and everything. So I'm like, they're eating these. And in my mind, I'm like, Oh, it was, uh, they're going to explode. There was a, that's made me think of this. There was a Marvel comic book called mm-hmm. Marvel zombies. Yeah. And so like the Hulk turned into a zombie. And so he would eat like, you know, do what he ever did as the Hulk. But when he turned back into banner, his stomach was like, he had so much stuff in his stomach <laughs> that it would explode <laughs> because it's not the same size when the Hulk did it. And that maybe I was like, but man, if they, if they just eat like a, what if they don't chew up the blueberry right. and they just boop. And then all of a sudden it just keeps, well, we got dead kids. <laughs> yeah. Like so, but anyway, but they ended up, you know, it's a, the joke is they're all getting messy. They're exploding and right you know, all over them. And then they, they, uh, I think that they, See, they have like a moment where he's like, he's being a jerk to her and they kind of all fall asleep. Is that right? Uh, I, I think there's like a moment where he's kind of being a jerk and I, they all kind of. I just remember that. See, the joke, the funny joke was, yeah, I've got blueberries in places blueberries should never be. That's the joke. But then he walks away and he has a blueberry on each butt cheek in his <laughs> pants. And I'm like, how, wh- why would you keep those around? <laughs> yeah. Out of there. Take, like, take them out. It was it was like it was a funny joke. And then they're like, oh, we don't want to offend anybody. We meant he has two blueberries in his pants. As where, his how are you, yeah. you going to offend with blueberries? Well, I've got places where blueberries shouldn't be like i think they were like oh we want to make sure that we explain <laughs> I that he doesn't have blueberries not his junk that he doesn't have blueberries yeah. up his butt because well when you say that you just think in your pants or they had to explain their <laughs> two round unsquished blueberries are making up his butt cheeks because that is good wholesome family entertainment sure sure so i just thought oh why did you have to explain that joke it was a funny joke right just let it be so so yeah so they uh now that they're trying to make their way to the city I guess this town and that's where they're going to that's the next point of this movie. Um, and they all kind of I think they all split up or they're climbing up. Are they climbing up the mountain? And then this is where they do the well, dandelion. So drones start attacking. Them. That's what it is. They're climbing up the side of this mountain. They see these drones. Uh, we realize that they, they have been leaving a trail. <laughs> Even Bella goes, they're just going to follow those soda cans. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was so obvious to set up because I was thinking like Hansel and Gretel. You know, I'm thinking, right. oh, they're they're leaving the cans. I can follow them. But it's like also no person, car element has disturbed the soda cans. Like you do realize right. round perfect, soda cans perfect roll, line. right? right. Like, <laughs> unless you run them over. It's different when but. you leave an object like uh, breadcrumbs or whatever that just stays on the ground. But it's like these are round and they were on their side. Like they don't <laughs> just stay put. They're on hills and stuff. Yeah. So it, again, it's writing that it's like, yeah, dumb kids movie, but also like it's just too 
ridiculous. Like it, was, it just when you interject things that are like physics of how the real world works, it stops being like, oh, just ignore it. It's like, but that doesn't it work. Doesn't work. Like, <laughs> yeah. Unless they're just like they're going back and setting them up each one by yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think they left them standing <laughs> up. And then they'd be light and the wind would blow. Over That's true. Yeah. So, well, you got to leave just a little bit. in the But bottom. they've <laughs> yes, they followed the soda cans. Right. And then uh, so they get to this. They're climbing up the side of this mountain. They see these drones. And this is where the Yeti uses his powers to create a giant dandelion uh, that the girl and the young kid kind of take off on. They're mm-hmm. like, we'll meet you at this city. And then the kid, the older kid's like, cool. Uh, see you later, I guess. <laughs> yeah. like, I guess I'm going to get caught by the evil corporation yeah. now. Cool. Uh, so they're kind of floating. And then the drones uh, get taken out by like the little, like the not little, but now the giant like dandelion. Uh, are they dandelions or daffodils? Dandelion. Okay. What's a daffodil? Are the yellow Just ones? Another kind of flower. Yeah. Are the yellow? Uh, I think they can be different. All right. Yeah. No, well, but dandelion me. are the things that are that look. You blow on them and they blow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're white and then they turn into like they're not sunflowers, but they're yellow looking flowers. Right. They're right. Right. Yes. Exactly. Bastards. But yeah. It's like oh, it's all fun and games. It's all cute when you blow those dandelions until you have a thousand <laughs> in your yard. <laughs> right. It's like each one of those is a seed kid. <laughs> Yeah, because you know, as kids, you used to always blow. Oh, yeah. oh that's so cute to watch. We used to, we would <laughs> climb in trees and grab like the little helicopters, yeah, and just be like, Woo! yeah, which each are a tree, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like Joe is responsible for the St. Louis <laughs> yeah. overpopulation of dandelions and those stupid, stupid the uh, helicopter trees. helicopter trees. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they they float away. They float off. He gets captured. Well, which, he doesn't get captured. Like he kind of gets. It, it, it's not captured because like they're still playing the like the good. But she's we, still she's still a bad like she's still playing the good know, guy. We know this organization. Someone is up to no good trying to get the sure, They're the bad sure. guys. He gets taken by the bad guys, and this is where I think the sense of danger comes in. It's like you don't know what is going to happen to this kid. Is he going to get back to them? Are they going to turn him? He doesn't really. Well, he does kind of turn him, where he says, like the gal, the the not Merida kind of says, look, he's in danger. Like we're just right, trying to help him. him. Can you tell us where they're going? And he tells yeah. him where they're going to be, mm-hmm. but he can't sleep in the perfectly nice satin sheets. That they provided for him, and he gets up and runs away and gets in a boat, right? This is where he gets in the boat? Sounds right. Okay. Uh, and the kids, like, they they land uh, somewhere close to the city. Uh, they get there, and they're waiting for the other kids. They have to disguise him as a yak. Oh, yeah. So it's like, how are we going to get to town to find this kid? And so they end up, like, putting a mop on his head or something. You know, it's just goofy. Because a mop head's big enough to hide yeah. the yeti. Just a go- goofy joke where there's all the, like, yak herders walking around. And right. So they're walking around with him. Yeah, totally no one would be able to tell. Not at point. all. But I thought it was kind of funny when there was an old guy dressed exactly like the older kid. Oh, and yeah. he turns right, around right. and it's an old guy <laughs> wearing that same outfit. That's a very trendy outfit for that fun. old man in this uh, random village in yeah. outside that Tibet. That was a funny joke, though. Uh, so, yeah. So, the, the bad guys show up. The, the, one of the yaks starts uh, eating like, oh, the yeah, mop pulls strings the mop or whatever. Strings off, yeah. And so, then they're discovered and it starts running away. Right. So, then uh, the cousin shows up on a boat. Uh, now he's starting to look like Rambo because he has like his. Oh, this was a kind of this is a fun scene where the kids running away. It was funny. It was it was this was I like this because this kid is like he's, he's running with he's his, a like, cool his... guy. He's playing it like he's cool, but he's not a, a tough guy or anything. And he has to run into the forest. And there's all the owls with their eyes and stuff. Right. He's got his flashlight and charges into it. And you see on his phone like GPS that and he's just, just gone running around in circles. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. Which I that was fine. It's a good little laugh. Yeah. But he like to toughen himself up. Torres. His vest cashmere sweater. That's cashmere. And makes a headband out of it. I had a cashmere sweater that I was never allowed to wear. (laughs) (laughs) Mom's like, no, put it back. Like your new shoes? Like my new shoes. Yeah, Yeah, like (laughs) we know what you're going to do to that sweater. Do you have anybody that wants that sweater? I got to break my sweater. Yeah, your parents have like plastic, like my grandparents did on all the furniture. I mean, it got to the point where like (laughs) they were just like, whatever. He's going to ruin it anyway. He'll find a way. Yeah. Just like their lives. Challenge accepted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so they they get on this boat, and then all of a sudden the uh, the bus, the enemy bus, can turn into a boat as well. Yeah. Uh, and then they use the. This is the scene where they use the yeti to destroy uh, crops upon crops of stuff. <laughs> uh, and then so they get there. Apparently, the yeti was a big fan of Man of Steel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. As some of us were too. Join us for episode five hundred <laughs> when we revisit Man of Steel. <laughs> uh, so they get you know the the boat. They get away from the bad guys because they can move faster than mm-hmm. the boat than the 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 bus or whatever. Uh, this is the puking scene where like they you think they're gonna puke 
but then they just like I did appreciate this joke. I like absurd. Just flowers. I, I like the absurdity. Yeah, of it, it didn't bother me. Well, no. I just I just meant more totally. when you were listing all this kind of scatological humor, which yes. I know is specifically puke poop. But right. but still, it's all I, there. Yeah, I was Bodily like, oh, fluids. they also figured out a way to work yeah. in a puke. Joke. But it's like the the little kid acts like he's gonna puke but he just like coughs, coughs up a up flower to, like a flower right and the yeti's like oh, oh you think it's really coming and it is like a projectile straight forward stream of just those just flower like flower the, petals yeah of the yeah. dandelions and, or whatever it's like the yellow flowers right. and i thought it was funny because again that's that absurd ridiculous like it's like 10 straight seconds of a stream sure. of fly. It's it's funny. It was fine. I, I didn't mind that one. I didn't like, like his laugh. <laughs> I, I, I'm like, yeah, he was fine. Was whatever. I, his laugh kind of bothered me. But <laughs> at all. That's the one thing. Yeah. yeah I just thought it was annoying. I'm like, I didn't like his. <laughs> I just thought the I, I didn't like it. But. Uh, so, yeah. So they, they this is when the, the the violin was broken. She's all upset about it. Rightfully so. Um, she yeah, goes, they're expensive. They are expensive. Uh, she goes. Sorry, Joseph Izzo, who voted oh. Everest. <laughs> uh, like that's an, also another uh, DreamWorks guy. He was uh, Wolf Soldier One and Kung Fu Panda Two. Ooh. Uh, he was in How to Train Your Dragon under Miscellaneous. He I mean, was as long as you can get work. Production on the Crudes. Uh, he was in another pan- Kung Fu Panda. Um, so he's a he's a voice guy that's worked a lot with DreamWorks. Yeah, he's working. That's good. Um, yeah. So. They, she's all upset about it, and this is the scene where the, the Yeti Everest fixes her, uh, which I didn't realize that he had done with his own like hair. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because so so yeah, her violin's broken. Obviously, it was her father's, and it meant a lot. So she's very depressed by and it. All, but... all of her postcards are gone. Yeah. at this point. So, and then this is where they realize that Everest apparently has been taking them to all of the spots that they wanted to go mm-hmm. on purpose. Well, I think I think the journey to get to Everest was, I mean, all these things are along the way. I mean, I don't know if they veered too far out of the path, but you know what I mean? Like sure. between their, uh, China and Everest or where were they in Beijing or outside of Beijing, wherever between there and Everest, there's all these stops and, and they show early on in the movie, the way that she has them pinned up. Um, Everest takes note of that. And yeah. so that's where, you know, that he, he saw that plan. And, uh, I think the, the ending, I guess was Everest. I guess. So it's like he knew, oh, I could take her to all these different spots. I mean, that's, again, the cutesy <laughs> part of it. It's sure. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. So then they get to this, like, the this Buddha, this giant mm-hmm. Buddha. Um, and she starts playing her violin mm-hmm. and uh, the and flowers. Fl- sprout. And I, I will I will say I did appreciate that if you look at the at the Buddha, at the statue, mm-hmm. like the only places where flowers were growing were where, like, there was moss, the grass and stuff, which yeah. I was like, OK, at least they're sticking to their own rules, Definitely. <laughs> which, She's not just, which in a movie like this, you don't expect them to do. Yeah. But they didn't just create flowers out of nowhere. They came out of the ground. Right. Where, yeah. Right. Yes, that's where flowers come from. Correct. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. you, you look at this movie and you're just like, well. But they okay. could just manifest. Yeah. Out of, like, out of the this, side yeah. of concrete. I'm like, right. well, that's not how But that the works. magic controls the right. nature. And right. so right, right, it, right, right. it has to be like he manipulates um, snow or lightning or whatever it's it's always nature related it's right. not like he's just making like green lantern inventions to help them along <laughs> a giant racetrack for yes. no apparent reason <laughs> the uh, Man, was what a, a pail and a sand bucket and... <laughs> oh no that was that's the wonder twins <laughs> oh was it them okay. yeah the wonder twins are like form of bucket, bucket and a form pail. of a fish yeah it was form always of water it was always like form of some type of liquid form of something to hold some type of liquid. Green Lantern in the movie, they were just like he would make like a baseball bat, and I was like, well, you can do more than that, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like it's the your well, imagination. Well, he was thinking about baseball. That, well, that's true. Blake I mean, Lively. Blake Lively. What are you gonna do? Yeah, uh, man, I always wonder what that like if they ever do that again. What that's gonna look like? Just because that one was so bad, Green Lantern. Yeah. again? Like what is it? if it's an Abrams? Uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> It does matter because that's one of my favorite heroes. But uh, yeah, so they they see Everest in the distance and they're like, how are we going to get there? And they start riding. It's right. They start riding clouds. Yeah. Well, so earlier in the movie, they had shown the koi, which like are the equivalent of our salmon here that right. swim upstream. And so that's a metaphor for how no matter what. The, yeah. The koi, they keep going against the water and keep trying to get to their place. And so they see Everest as the destination, the koi, and they ride clouds and they're like cloud like fish. fish. Yeah. And they're riding them <laughs> up to the... the the joke that my kid liked the most was the whooping snakes. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Those were that I like my favorite character in the movie. I'm glad <laughs> yeah. you mentioned it. So yeah. at the 
the very beginning, Bennett, who's voiced by Eddie Izzard, yeah. he, um, they're just having him like create, like he's trying to find animals that don't exist. And right. crazy. So they, they found or invented research, these whooping snakes and they literally just whoop, whoop, whoop <laughs> and they pop up. And so he's like trying he's to whack a mole with his cane <laughs> and there's one that escapes and he pops up throughout this movie in the most random place and just yeah. goes whoop. And like at the end of a scene, it will be finished. And this is the humor I love where a scene is done and they go one step further, like a Simpsons joke. It's or like Cloud of the Chance of Meatballs. Yeah. And, it's, yeah. and he just pops up. Whoop, whoop. And so once we see the... I didn't stay through the credits. Did anyone? I did. No. You did? Yeah, yeah we did. Okay. Do we see Whooping Snake again? The, he eats He eats that little... Uh, the mouse? The mouse. So like there's... It's just pictures for the most part. Yeah. And then, but he eats the mouse. Bennett like gets the mouse out of the snakes. Okay. And then at the very, very end, yeah. he pops up and just goes, whoop. Yes. Okay. <laughs> That's what... So I was, I was sad because I forgot. I just... I was ready to get out of there. I don't but, blame you. But when we see the Whooping Snake in the movie for the last time, it's a pretty big break between then and the end because I remember they were riding clouds and I'm like, is he going to pop out of a cloud? I was waiting for the Whooping Snake because right. I loved that character. And uh, and so we never saw him again. And after we left the theater, I go to Katie and I go, I bet you he's in the end credits. Yeah, he was. Something towards the end. Like maybe it says the end and he just pops up whoop out yep, of nowhere. He does. Okay. Yeah. So I was happy to hear that because that was the best character. You know, in uh, like uh, Finding Dory, you have Gerald and you oh have Hey Hey. Gerald in- will always be my favorite in that like yeah. the favorite side that's not a main yeah. character right that's I what i'm saying but, <laughs> but but you have hey hey and moana you have gerald it, there's that goofy random animal sidekick type character do you know who the voice of those other two sea lions were oh i did but it's dominic west mm-hmm. and uh idris elba yeah from the wire yeah yeah they're the two bad knew, like, the good guy I, yeah. and the bad guy from the wire yeah, yeah. But anyway, so love the whooping sake. I'm glad he makes a return. He does. He was great. He does. Yeah. So uh, they get to the bri- this bridge, and they're going to get across. And, of course, the bad guys catch them. Uh, Everest pulls an Elsa and jumps to the top of the bridge and just starts raining snow and all this other a stuff. A lot of Elsa imagery in this yeah. when he's manipulating the snow. Yeah. And it's tough. I mean, like, if you're going to do the Himalayas, you're going to have Everest, you're going to do snow and all that sure. stuff. But And Disney is just like, well, we've cornered that market. Yeah. So. <laughs> it's just hard not to draw parallels. Sure, sure. Then uh, they hit. They hit him with a trank dart. Well, I guess Bennett has come around. He realizes that he wasn't attacked. He he saw a, a Yeti protecting his a little Yeti. That's another thing I hate going back to my complaints. When they have trank darts loaded for huge animals and they shoot a human, that, yeah. that would kill them. Oh, yeah. And they shot the Yeti with approximately 7,000 trank darts. Yeah, that, that Yeti's dead. Like, yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. Like, if they've got it set for a big animal and, yeah, they, they're trying to subdue this, okay, maybe one, two, three, maybe, and he's alive. But, like, you can't shoot an animal no. a dose for... 700 and no. you know so i just don't like it when they I, get, I think it's funny or whatever that people are getting shot with trank darts but right yeah, i you're agree dead. yeah you're dead absolutely uh so yeah so they they capture the yeti they turn on this is the the reveal that the, the heel turn if you will um where the not merit takes her glasses off lets her, hair, lets her down. hair down and loses the accent and i was like well i mean if you're and gonna go for it let's um, go for it who is who is that actress? Uh, was it Sarah, Sarah Paulson? Paulson? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was. Yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. As I start watching, not the new season of American, American Horror, Horror Story, the last season. I didn't okay. watch Apocalypse. I've never seen any. Are I you actually, serious? I actually asked Brad over the weekend. I'm like, I'm like, I have a little time. I'm trying to should I watch a movie or start a new show? I'm like, I've never seen any. Should I even? You got to start at the beginning. Try it. Really? You have to start a Murder House. He says the odd ones are good. Which one, three, five? He said he didn't watch the last one. Uh, I disagree. Really? Well, I think one, two, three. Well, you are a horror guy. I'm just saying. Yeah, may- two, maybe you like. But you need to watch them because oh. they all. There's characters that pop up in every single oh. one from each. Like, it's all connected. But Oh, they are. The whole, I thought the they whole, weren't connected. No, they are all connected. Oh. Well, it is an anthology, so yeah. I am looking forward same, to it. Same cast. It's, yeah. a, it's a good. Like, there are some seasons that aren't as good as others. Yeah, yeah. But it's a good show. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they're doing a. If they make this work, I it's, it's basically Friday the Thirteenth. Yeah, in this new season, I'm excited because that new season is the '80s horror. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, that's why I almost wanted to start watching now, and I didn't know if you I could, should. I think you might be able to get away with this one. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm only two episodes in, so it's possible. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. So they uh, she basically murders the girl. She does. Yeah. I mean, attempted murder. She throws her off a. There was a when she throws her off the bridge. I'm looking at Bella, and I was like, well, is she going to ask me if she's dead, or is she just going to yeah. accept the fact that this kid caught a rope? Yeah. And it's just <laughs> hanging there. Like a champ, but I mean, we all know as she doesn't being, know about Gwen Stacy yet. I'm yeah. telling you, how well, does your she, child not know about? She Gwen does Stacy? because her sister's that, name is Gwen. Yeah. <laughs> is she worried for her sister? Yeah, she's like, God, don't let, don't let her fall off a bridge. But so, I mean, we all know that obviously the main character isn't dead in this kid's movie. Uh, but I mean, this 
What the, a twist. The, yeah. The, the bad, the Sarah Paulson character this whole time is like, well, we have to get rid of these kids because they know their whole evil plan and all that. And they just kind of say, oh, now your job is to get rid of these kids. But then she straight up like kicks her off the <laughs> yeah, bridge. Right. Like this is She's, Sparta. She Sparta's her. Yeah. And, and, so, yeah. And I'm just like, holy crap. It's always just, for me, it's hard in a kid's movie when the bad guy actually attempts murder <laughs> on a kid. Because you're like, yeah, you know it's not going to happen. But they did that. They right. did. That's yeah. They, they, hope, they, they hope that kid. Well, the, she even says, she goes, that's one down. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, was like, oh, Jesus. That is dark in a kid's <laughs> yeah. movie. But yeah, she caught. She climbs back up. She rope. plays the violin. Uh, the Yeti wakes up. Everest wakes up. He goes. He goes. He, he, super Saiyan. He goes like, Savage Wolverine. I mean, uh, at this point, and just starts tearing. But with things the apart. powers, it looks like a Saiyan out of Dragon. Yeah. Like he busts out of the truck. He's like demolishes all the other he sends like a lightning wave through them or whatever yeah. like he turns into thor yeah. yeah yeah it's crazy uh so they they basically take everybody out uh bennett the I main do, truck he swerves using his snow powers or whatever into like a it doesn't doesn't it like another like icicle thing yeah but like they end up being able to break free and she like the main lady ends up taking over control and then she tries to run over right. the yeti right so she like pushes him into a snowbank yeah and then after that though the yeti what does he do he he, he, he just breaks out yeah like he breaks just, free but they're definitely dead oh absolutely now, they're dead yeah. they're bad guys so it's <laughs> it a little doesn't different matter. but he takes that truck and just sends it right off the, yeah off he does he superman twos it yeah i'm just like you know those <laughs> those guys are dead yeah those 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 kryptonians ain't coming back yeah uh so yeah so they um take the yeti back to his family everything's when we see that he's a baby he's yeti. a baby and these massive so, massive yetis in the flashback the old guy he we see when he's young and he discovers and he sees like a the yeti that we know like size character and for yeah. baby like tiny tiny babies and right. so we're like okay those are babies this is maybe an adult or whatever you know a young adult yeti is what we're thinking but the adult yetis are gigantic massive. i mean we're massive. talking about like not 10 20 they're like 80 feet tall yeah yeah which i i always picture them and as i like, think they're the babies from his flashback because there were four of them oh, four big ones okay so that i makes think sense. now they've grown up yeah just to put them had babies of their own exactly yeah so uh, everything they get back to the city she reconnects with her family everything's great uh then there's a box at the door yeah the old guy sends him a box for your next adventure yeah. and that's where he's dear god which no judging by this box office <laughs> yeah. they ain't getting i thought the whooping snake was gonna pop out of the box oh no he comes back at the very yeah. end and that's kind of how it ends i want a whooping snake uh, spinoff though. oh no you don't Come no on. you don't yeah like minions but no <laughs> no whooping snake. exactly like whooping minions snake. which is why no you don't oh so yeah mediocre at best it's uh it's like it's I interesting, said, it's cute, I, but it's not. You're gonna find this in the five dollar bin yep. in three years. No, you're and, gonna find this on Netflix and be like, "What? Yeah, what was this when movie? was this a thing? Episode five hundred and thirteen. Yeah, I, I just wish they would have put the A team in charge of this though, because going back to what I said in the beginning, I like what they were trying to do. I like the representation of Asian culture. I like they had an all Asian cast yeah. in it. We go to places that we don't normally go to in these movies. So I like a lot and I like the fantastical element and the family part and, and the friendship that they you know bond with this Yeti. I like a lot of the elements of it, but I just don't feel like they applied the writers and the animation to it that would have made this a, yeah. a breakout hit. And I wish they did because there's something here. It is a very cute story, but um, very slow and just loses your interest easily. Yeah, I was so disinterested. Yeah, in this yeah. Movie. I was coming to the same shame. The kid liked it, and she, you know. Whatever. It's a shame because it's it's one of those things like when the studio is going to make a movie, it's just another reason to point to it. Like, you know, let's make this movie with an all Asian cast. Not it's not a celebrity. Not saying these people aren't anybody, but, you know, yeah. they're not packed. They're not A-listers. The general, it's yes. not Tom Hanks and Tim. Yes, Allen. we know that yeah. the way animated movies work is these days they pack it with the biggest cast they can of celebrities. And this movie, they went with an all Asian cast. And I think that's great for the movie and the representation. But then it doesn't do well, and it's just like, ah, our studio is now going to not take as many gambles. That's always the question. There's a big budget Marvel movie with an Asian lead, so sure, you know, yeah. But I mean, I'm just saying this is like the animated, totally. You know, another one for the animation, and it's not a um, like a Hayao Miyazaki. It's not a foreign. You know, this is a DreamWorks production, and um, you know, I wanted it to succeed, and I wanted it to be good, and it's unfortunate. There you go. So uh, anyway, I guess that's it. It was abominable. 
<laughs> yes, yes, it was. So uh, I guess uh, that's it for this one. Let's go around the table, and everyone can say where to find them. This is Joe. You can follow me on the Twitter at Joey Butts, B-U-T-T-S-21. One hour, 60 minutes of suck right there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is Kevin. Follow me on Twitter at Kevin R. Brackett. We didn't even need to call it. We didn't. <laughs> uh, and this is Tom. You can follow me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. If you want to find the show online, you can do so at, do so at Facebook.com slash Real Spoilers. Uh, while you're there, join the League of Show Sharers. Of course, while you're in front of your computer internet delivery device, uh, find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, the Walkman Store, Walk <laughs> Store, wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, be sure and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And of course, our Patreon, patreon.com slash real spoilers, where for five bucks a month, you get all sorts of bonus content and the pride of knowing you helped out. So I think Kevin and I are going to do some episodes this week. Awesome. Yeah. So, uh, uh, that's it for this week. Uh, next week, we will tackle Joker. That's Judy. a no-brainer. No. There's no reason to uh, convene <laughs> to discuss <laughs> that one. That might be a double episode. We'll see. <laughs> so uh, um, so anyway, that's what you have to look forward to. So thanks for tuning in. And until next time, Harry isn't alone. Frosty the snowman was a jolly happy soul. Did a corncup pipe and a button nose and two eyes made out of coal.